Turn it up. You're listening to Live and Loud with the Lord. Nelson, that is. Once again, you know who it is. It's the Lord. Nelson, that is. Yes, indeed. Host of the podcast, Live and Loud with the Lord on the CMS Network with Five Royals Entertainment. And ladies and gentlemen, you know, we have another special guest, another, another great band. Well, this individual is representing for the band, and he's going to speak for the band. He's the mouthpiece of the band. I don't think they see you yet because I got it on that when you talk, it's going to be you. <laughs> So, but it, it's it's all love and we're going to do what we do. And so I'd like to just speak a little bit about you guys before I let you come on. So let, let me get my speak on. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> the blessings keep coming to me abundantly. My next guests are a metalcore band from Reno, Nevada, home of the famous Bunny Ranch. Now I'm permanently closed. <laughs> <laughs> just a side note. This amazing band is out here putting in their work and making it happen. They're out here feeding your minds and bodies with incredible music. And they've just released a new dope single, Dystopia. And I'm honored to have them here. And I know you're going to enjoy the conversation. I now welcome to the Live and Loud with the Lord podcast. I'm going to say Nate from Preacher. <laughs> Thanks for having me, Lord. Uh, come I on, appreciate man. appreciate it, man. No, no, no. Thank you. And uh, of course, thanks, Shauna. Shauna, Shauna, thank you, thank you so much. Man. Oh yeah, no, she she is the absolute best, man. I love her to death. I love working for her and with her. You know, yes, indeed, my brother. Okay, so please introduce yourself, sir. Well, I'm Nate Garrison. I play in a band called Preacher from Reno, Nevada. And you're not wrong. We have been working incredibly hard to get in front of everybody. <laughs> Seems like. So, what is the best thing about being from Reno? Uh, that it's still a 24 hour town. So you got like big city vibes with not that as many people that are in the big city. You know right, what I mean? Right, right. You still got some like, uh, kind of everybody knows everybody kind of thing. So okay. it's kind of nice. So when you walk into a place, you're not like, you know, like, oh, I don't know what the hell is going on. But most of the time someone's like, oh, hey, how you doing? You know, you're like, cool. You know, so it's definitely friendly, you know, compared to most places I've been. <laughs> so. Well, I, you know, thinking about, you know, Reno, Nevada, and then, you know, thinking Las Vegas. And I was just like, how close is Reno to, to Vegas? And then when I, you know, when I was doing my research, <laughs> I went out there and I was just like, God, dog, is it seven hours? I don't know why oh, I was, yeah. I don't Everyone's know what I was like, there. Are you there every weekend? Absolutely not. <laughs> you know, what's closer to me is uh, San Francisco. <laughs> really? <laughs> you know? yeah. It is, yeah. It's three hours west. Wow, man, that's crazy, man. That is crazy. Well, you know, once again, you learn everything, even though, you know, here we are from the United States and you still don't know everything. So it's just uh, like hey, that. <laughs> I get it. Trust me. So, More so, times than you know. Yeah, so please describe this, the uh, music scene in Reno. Music scene in Reno is interesting. Like, uh, to say the least, it's like, like, I can't even believe, like, the mountains that we're moving as far as, like, a local band goes, you know? Mm -hmm. 
And then we have a lot of amazing friends that play in like incredible bands that are like nationally known, but like they just live here, but they fly out and go play like right. these massive festivals and things like that. So right. it's kind of a weird melting pot at the moment, you know? So, um, I mean, we've kind of been gone for like a while now, which is crazy to think that our first show back home, it's it's been like eight months since we've played wow. Reno. Wow. So. We're excited, but we're like, man, what have we been doing? <laughs> you know, and then we start looking back at everything. We're like, oh man, we have been gone. Wow, you know. So, That's but it's pretty cool. Have... It's 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 unique and it's fun, you know. So no one no one's afraid to really try things out here, and I like that. Yeah, that is awesome. So I feel like you guys are into multiple genres of music. Do you think that this appreciation for other genres has helped in creating that dope preacher sounding vibe? One hundred percent. You know, like to classify us as just metalheads and stuff like that would be a hard pill to swallow when you find out what we really listen to on the day to day. I feel you. Because there, like yeah. I grew up in a house where it was just like soul, rap music, hip hop, R&B, you know, like uh, I mean, uh, as far as like Earth, Wind and Fire was like a big influence growing up. And then like, you know, we had the Hispanic side where we had a ton of Latin beats going on and everything in the background. So how I ended up like a metalhead, like even my whole family is like, I just don't get it. <laughs> you know? And I was like, I don't got a good voice to sing R&B or else I'd be doing it. you know. So, but everybody else kind of comes from the same background. Like um, our parents were really good in instilling us and in learning where we came from as far as music goes. So, right, right. and I could say that for everybody's parents, you know, like they all listened to records back in the day and they would have it bumping when we were kids and, Everybody in the band will tell you it's like the same thing, but they'll pick out an old classic. We're like, you guys listen to that? I'm like, we sure do. <laughs> you know, oh, we bump man. it all the time. So you get on our tour bus, you just go through like a whirlwind of nostalgia, you know, as far as what music you're listening to. And they're like, wow, not a single metal breakdown is going on. <laughs> right now. And we're like, play the jams, you know, play some Journey, you know, like play yes. something, you know, with good stuff, you know. This dude, right? Hey, look, man. Woo, hey, man. You listen, you just talk. Hey, I love it because that's how I grew up also. <laughs> and, you know, just a lot of the different cultures. And I'm a military kid, so I, you know, I learned so Same. much from so many. Yeah, you are also? Yeah, yeah, I am. So, so Air Force, Navy, Army? What was it? Uh, Army and Navy. Yeah, Army. And yeah, the rest, yeah. All my brothers are Marines because they're crazy. Really? It's <laughs> <laughs> awesome, man. Look, listen. We're right there together, man. I love that, man. I'm telling you, that was great to be right there. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yeah. So, 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 so what is it about the genre of metalcore, though, that speaks to you more than other genres? Um, I think the passion that comes out when we play it mm -hmm. is why I think what distincts us when we're playing live. Because right. you generally see the connection to the music mm -hmm. versus us just trying to write something that sounds cool to make you guys move in an audience, you know? When people start vibing with us, you can feel it. Like our energy just grows even more because we're already feeling it with our hearts, you know? Yeah. So I think it kind of chose us in a way. We didn't really pick it. It picked <laughs> us, you know, because it was the one thing that was just making our lifeblood just right. bump. And we were like, hell yeah, you know? <laughs> so like I said, it may not be the thing that we listen to the most, but when we play it, we feel that fire that everybody earned, like yearns to have inside them just be released and it just comes out tenfold. So. Oh, man, that's awesome, man, most definitely, man. So I'd like to say that I'm impressed by your promotional skills. Great visual oh, content. You. Yeah, great visual <laughs> content. And when you speak, you speak with an amazingly thankful and grateful spirit. That's you, man, no doubt. Seriously. So when well, did it hit you. you that your content, especially on social media, really matters? 
Oh, see, that was something that was forced upon us. So I want to let you know this right now. I didn't get a Facebook until the pandemic. You know what really? I mean? I've never, I've never had one. I never had a MySpace or anything growing Whoa. up. So like, I never did those type of things. And then when we started getting deeper and deeper into the band stuff, everyone's like, Nate, everyone's got to see what your face looks like. <laughs> I'm like, oh man, I forgot about that because. Yeah, you know, we were still moving mountains, even though I wasn't even anywhere near a part of it. And then as right. soon as I jumped on, it just started going tenfold because everyone's like, oh, my God, Nate's an actual person. Like, we actually get to talk and interact with him. And yeah. since I've been so out of the game and I don't know how to be an Internet person, that's like <laughs> all I can give you online is like if we were sitting right here having a conversation. <laughs> so that's how I treat everything is just with uh, the genuinity that that just comes with myself. You know, like I. I can't pretend it. I can't fake it. So when it was coming in to bring those things, in, I was like, man, how do I just, it's just basically being stuck on a phone call. You're right. right like right. I don't want to call somebody, you know right. what I mean? That you don't know. <laughs> so I'm like, how can I make this a little more pleasurable for somebody uh -huh. on the other side that has to watch this, you know? Well, 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 that's awesome. And it leads right into my next question. You really kind of answered it already. So I, I'm like this and I'm just being as honest as I could be, just being who I am. So peeping <laughs> your pages and, and what you're doing, I felt su super comfortable and welcomed like I was family. So that's how you made me feel listening well, to what good, you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, so, that's exactly how we are in person. <laughs> and, so, so, and so I was like, you dudes seem genuine and authentic. It's the great media. <laughs> so I'm like, is this great media training or the real deal? And the answer is, of course, it's the real deal. So <laughs> yeah, a lot of people forget like we're actually in a band sometimes. And like right. a lot of people don't think I'm actually in the band. The sound guy's like, hey, you like the merch guy, right? And I like to mess around too. I'm like, totally, absolutely. Cause I'm usually wearing something goofy and just vibing, you know? Right. And then yeah. I get on stage and we just tear it up and everyone's like, yo, you gotta give me some heads up, bro. You, know, <laughs> you, can't, you can't just be like, like dogging people like that, man. Like, you know, we all gotta know exactly who you are. And I was like, okay, well, my bad. I was just joking around, you know? So it, it did. It did. made a lot of cool friends that way. They were just like, hey, the sound guy, they keep coming to grab me. I'm like, huh? <laughs> like, oh, oh, I'm not that guy. <laughs> Awesomeness, man, definitely. Uh, yeah, cause I remember uh, a couple of shows I would, you know, dress all in black when I was with Stuck Mojo. I just got all black on. And sometimes people look at me and they're like, are you the bouncer or are you security or whatever like that? Cause, cause I'm just over there and I'm just looking at them like, yeah, I'm security. <laughs> and then the next thing you know, they see me on stage. So anyway, it's all love. So see, I, I would rather be that than like, Hey, someone's dad's here. <laughs> like, Hey, where's your kid at? And I'm like, Oh damn. It's like that. <laughs> it's all love, man. It's all love. So do you, do you have any special routine or ritual before you go on stage? Uh, yeah. So my biggest thing um, that's kind of coming back to me because I started going, I mean, I don't know if it's too much, but like um, I'm sober now. I, I quit drinking. Okay. And I think it's been a very long time since I've been like sober. So I used to just like have some drinks before I went on stage, kind of right. loosen me up. Mm -hmm. But now that I'm back on like the sober kick and I'm not doing any of that, I went right back to what I was doing when I was like a kid jumping on stage. Mm -hmm. I would picture it like I was jumping out of an airplane. Okay. Right. And you know, like the nerves and right. everything you get before you like, you just go and dive out of there uh -huh. and you just got to tell yourself two things. It's like, you're either going to jump out of this plane or you're not. Right. Right. And right. it depends on how, how quickly you want to get to the other side, because if you jump out of the plane, It'll get you to your destination a lot quicker than yeah. riding that plane back down and feeling sorry for yourself, it, you know? <laughs> it, it, no, no, love, because it's kind of like I always ask people. I remember asking Corey Lowry uh, uh, from Cedar. I was just like, Corey, man, 
how do you feel right before you get on that stage? I'd love to ask that question because I knew I would always have those butterflies. But but mm-hmm. the very moment that I walked on stage, the first step, it was gone. I wasn't thinking about it anymore, you know? And my routine was like, I just like to touch everybody's, like they like to say pause. I want to make sure I say pause. I, I just, everybody's musical instrument. <laughs> Let me say that. I was going to say, <laughs> touch, yeah, I had to get that right, you know? Touch everybody, you know, the drums or the guitars as I came out, you know, just to make sure. I had to really make sure I had that right. So, But it's all love, though, man. So are you in full preacher mode before you get on stage or does it happen right when you walk on? I think it just like activates when I know I have like two, three minutes before like we're about to go on stage and it's, it's, it's a collective thing. Like it just turns on, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, uh, I don't, I don't know. I'm trying to sound like a nerd either. I don't know if you watch like Dragon Ball Z, you know, they just like snap in the power yeah, 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 yeah. and they're just like ready to go. Right. Like that's, uh, yeah, that's, that's exactly what happens. I just mentally get in there and start mm-hmm. riding on my little plane to get up in the atmosphere <laughs> right, to jump right, out of it. Right. And then I go, you're either going to do it or you're not. You're and not. I'd rather do it. So I jump every time. <laughs> but that's what keeps it exciting. It, you know, and just like Corey was saying, if you don't have those kind of feelings before you get on stage, something's wrong, man. Because it's the excitement yeah. of this crowd of what's about to happen, man. So, yes, indeed, man. Awesome. Awesome. So you guys have traveled across the United States touring in your own bus. I saw everything about you, you know, uh, the fun me, go fun me, and get your bus back up and everything like that. So, did you hire a driver or did you guys share the, you know, the driving? Oh, no, we, we're road warriors, my really? friend. We, we drive everywhere. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. So so during that time, did you learn more about your bandmates with all you guys being like that, you know, being together? Oh, God. I it's You know, when people always ask, it's like, you know, like, don't you guys ever get sick of each other? And I, I have to say no, because it doesn't matter. We've known each other for a very long time. Let's right. put it that way. Right. And we've been in a lot of weird scenarios together. Mm-hmm. But just when you think you know everything, right. you don't know everything <laughs> every time. Someone will hit you with some shit, and you're like, oh, my God. And then you had to cry laughing for, like, the next four and a half hours, and you don't realize where you're at in the road and all those things. But, yeah, it's nonstop. I mean, I, yeah, you, you never fully learn about somebody. That's all right, I'm going to say. Right, right. And that's why I asked the question, man, because, you know, things will pop up. It's just like, hey, man. I didn't know that, man. You know, wow. You know? <laughs> yeah, no, you get, you get everybody just... <laughs> Wait, what the hell did you just say? <laughs> awesome, man. So what has been the biggest challenge for you as a touring man? Oh, man. I think the biggest challenge is is obviously just trying to stay up with the financials, right? Mm. So it's expensive, you know, like yeah. trying to get to these places. And it's like you want to so, so bad, but financially you can't make it make sense so we have to like pass certain things up and uh because if it was up to us we'd be everywhere all the time indeed, indeed. you know that and then uh is being so diy as we are right. it makes things a little little harder because like when you walk in like you don't have somebody telling you this is where your stuff goes yes this is who you talk to you know like there's there's nobody kind of guiding this you know like everybody has to go in and really set in that like you know you have to go do this, <laughs> you yeah, know, and right, if you don't right. do this, you're not getting paid. You're not, yeah, no one's going to be comfortable. Right. Your boys are going to give the best that, you know, like, so 
yeah, that's, I'd say the biggest challenge is just like having to fend for yourself on this, which I know we're not the only ones that's ever done that. It's just one of those growing pain things that if you haven't experienced yet, it will humble you very quickly. You know, (laughs) (laughs) you guys are your own tour manager. You know? Pretty much. That's yeah, yeah. Big, we got to know where we're going. We got to know when loading is. Load out. And our biggest wow. thing is trying to be on time, even though I wasn't today. They no, probably kicked my butt knowing no, I was a little bit late. No, but good. yeah, no, that's everything, you know? Yeah, yeah. Indeed. I, I just remember, you know, being with Stuck Mojo and what we were doing and how we we had a tour manager and everything was love and beautiful. And then we got with Volbeat and we just saw a whole different level of, it was just like, God. Damn, is that, you know, that's the real deal right there. You know, that's what, <laughs> what really, you know, load in and load out, we touched nothing. You know, we just we just pulled up to the venue and then they had 5,000 roadies at the venues we were playing because we were playing bigger venues. But it was an amazing yeah. tour, man, anyway, man. It was, it, it, it was amazing. It was amazing. I think those See, guys. The, the trick is to operate like that, uh-huh. even at a DIY level. Like, DIY if, if, yeah, if I could say anything to any bands that are watching this, it's like, dude, Get your shit on stage when they tell you to and get that shit off the fucking stage right. as early as you can, okay? Right. Don't is. worry about breaking shit down. Just get it off the fucking stage. That's a D. That's a D. And being I was the front man, you know, Rich Rich told me, he's just like, nah, I don't want you touching anything. You might hurt yourself or whatever like that. I was like, really? Because at first, the first tour, I went over with some of my guys, uh, Vengeance from uh, Napa, California. I don't know if you know Vengeance. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, those are my boys, man. Listen, it, those are my brothers. And so we had such a great time. And so I was helping them do stuff at first also. And Rich was like, nah, man, leave that stuff alone, man. We can't lose you if something happens to you. So, you know, but I just like, you know, hanging out with them. Excuse me, man. I, I just like hanging out with them and doing what we were doing. But as you said, we would get in there and get things on, put it in, you know, load in and load out. But I was always going, you know, to take a shower right after the show, you know, front man, I have to really touch it. So I go ahead of my business. So anyway, the Blue Ridge Rock Fest, what was that experience like for you? everything all at once (laughs) you know it was uh one of those moments where you felt like you belonged okay for the first time Mm. so i can honestly say that um and then um it was it was it was very humbling to know that we were in the right direction as far as like how we ran our camp how we treated the people around us and everything like that because um i wouldn't say i didn't run into a lot of like assholes like you know mm. i think it's bands like that i've met in the past that, like really like kind of like left a bad taste in my mouth mm-hmm. but like this was from like colossal bands all the way down to people you've never even heard of before right. and everybody was just so nice <laughs> you oh, know and that awesome. was like the yeah. coolest thing and i've never really seen that happen before and i mean that in the nicest way possible but you know there are egos in music right so for everybody to kind of like, you know, share the same, like, cause we were, we were all stuck, you know, in a certain area. Mm-hmm. And like, we all had to use the same bathrooms. We all had the yes. same areas to hang out in. Yes. So, you know, and you could really see the love, like kind of just pass through. It didn't matter if you were, you know, the biggest star in the world or not, like everybody was welcoming to talk to you or hang out and stuff like that. So it was just the most unique spe- experience I can think of um, outside of anything I've ever done. 
Now I know there's probably more things that we'll be doing this year. So mm-hmm. I'll let you know if it's even better. <laughs> but gotcha, gotcha. As right now for our first debut festival to be like one of the number two in the world. Like it was, mm-hmm. it, it was a, it was, it was a trip for sure. No, that's awesome, man. And and like my 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 brother's relentless from uh, vengeance, he and uh, John Winters, LB. Um, they always say, and I love to use the term, and I use it a lot now because it means something to me. We just want more good human beings, man. We just want yes. people just to be better. You know, everybody doesn't have to be an asshole, man. It's just, and I haven't met a lot of assholes, you know, during my time because <laughs> I'm just I'm going to be me regardless and i'm you know i'm not usually going to let people just get to me like that or, or fuck with my spirit i'm just not going to do it so uh yeah. you know i just i just move away from the clown show you know to me it's a big <laughs> it's a big television show and i can turn it off when i'm ready to you know so uh nah man i feel you with that I, i'm glad that experience was great for you there man definitely so yeah it was awesome because like from top to bottom like everybody was kind of more blown away with us because like we were grabbing extra waters, extra beers, or even food with us. And we were like dropping it off to like security guards as we were walking through backstages and everything like that. And have the bands like, what are you doing? And we're like, dude, it's fucking hot out here. <laughs> you know, like, oh, boy's been staying there for fucking six hours. You know, right, you don't think right. he wants a water or some shit? Indeed. Maybe he wants a beer. I don't know. I'm like, hey, don't tell him I gave it to you. You know, right, but like, right, right. we're hooking everybody up, man. Like, and everyone's just like, damn, like, this is how you treat your staff. I'm like, this is how we treat everybody. Of you course. know, like, and you can see how much like people were gravitating towards us. Certain people were getting stopped at certain doors. We mm-hmm. we we went everywhere we wanted to because everyone was just like, "Oh, those are boys." So I'm like, "Hey, what do you want for today, bro? We're gonna grab some catering. Are you hungry, dude? I got you." You know, like right. just, that's how you treat them, man. Because it's like, damn, bro, they're working just as hard as you are, of if course, not harder. Man. You know, of course, man. Love that. I love that about you, my brother. No doubt. So, do you guys like performing at bigger venues or more intimate ones? Both. <laughs> we just like to perform, like to perform. <laughs> you know? ah. it, it doesn't matter man like yeah. i'll tell you this one time because when we were on our way out to blue ridge we uh got a show i mean because we book we everything we book is diy still right. we don't have an agent or anything yet we're on the, we're on the market <laughs> <laughs> uh but um so we booked this and this this girl took a total like risk on us and brought us out to oklahoma city which is rad as hell mm-hmm. and um we we're at this venue and like there's literally two or three people inside the venue right right and then uh they were cool and gracious enough they're like here's they just gave us the money because like i don't know they're like we we're kind of embarrassed you know like, no one showed up and we're like oh we don't give a shit right and they're like well you guys can just go ahead and drive to the next town i'm like fuck that and we all started unloading our gear and we just yeah. like set up in that place right and we played like the longest set we could you know right. <laughs> and we blew these three people's faces off and they were oh, just like man. holy shit yes. we're like this is why we do it yes, we didn't indeed. come here for the money we came here to play you know yes. so and they were just like totally blown away by that because like most people probably would have just packed up and left and made it somewhere safe or like had more time to do things. And we were like, fuck that. Full setup, full get up, bring out the merch. We don't give a shit. Let's roll. You know? <laughs> That's awesome. Hey, they'll never forget that. That's branded in the Oh, no, we still life. get messages. Yes. They're like, hey, you guys are coming. Yeah, you know, and, 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 and you probably gotten other people from their word of mouth, man. There's no doubt about that, man. That's something that'll be with them for life, man. It's beautiful, man. It's beautiful. Hell yeah. That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. Yes, indeed. So um, how much do you think you guys have grown as a band since your first project? Miles. Shit. I can even think of just like this time last year, how much we've just grown overnight, it feels like. You know, we went from three guys sitting in a room sharing demos and just like, hey, fuck it, let's record it and see what happens. To playing our first show 
and everybody being like, holy shit. And we're like, I think we might be onto something. <laughs> and then two, three years later, after honing in that craft and, you know, kind of filling things out, people started showing up more and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And then it was like right after the pandemic, we just went like, just fucking went for it, you know? Cause most people ask you like, are you ready for this? Or, you know, you know, you know, you're going to miss out on like opportunities and like, you know, if you get a booking agent, you're going to have to work and da-da-da-da. And we're like, well, no shit. <laughs> right, <that's> what <laughs> what's, what's the point of all this? You're you know, most right. people are trying to shake us to our cores and stuff. And I'm like, guys, yeah. the fact that we even continued after the pandemic and went as hard as we have already to this day right now, you can tell we made up our fucking decision three or two, three years ago. Right. right. That this is what we were going to do. You know, oh, so. Yeah. yeah we're in you know it was, well, how's everybody else feel i'm like dude they would we, we wouldn't even be having this conversation if they weren't in you right. know me and you would not be right here right now if we weren't all in this shit would have been hung up a while ago right yeah. right awesome man just just it, it's just a great thing man and just watching your videos and everything man it's just really really love man you guys are really just like you say the energy you have is, is amazing and so do you ever listen to your password and you said you've grown and say, damn, <laughs> that was amazing that we did that, or damn, we should have done it this way, you know? Well, we, we already we already went back in the studio and recorded oh, really? <laughs> old songs because of that. We were like, I just can't do it, you know? Because <laughs> you can see really? everybody just like put it on, and it's like nails on a chalkboard. <laughs> because we also, we also self-record everything, too. Uh-huh. So, gotcha. and then after the years, we've just gotten so much better, which is right. awesome. At least right. we didn't get worse. Right. right. <laughs> That's where most people are like, oh, we record ourselves and it sounds like crap. I'm like, just keep going. It gets better unless better. Right. you know, you're absolutely just cannot figure it out. Then go pay somebody because they're worth every fucking penny. Right, right. You know, so just the, the quality of music and the way it sounds to convey to your fans is number one. Yes. Now, if you can make that in your closet, more power to you. Hell yeah. <laughs> right, right. All right. But if you have the money to go to these big time studios and make something worthwhile, yes. more power to you. Hell yeah. But we just got stuck down the streamline where like everybody just kept progressively getting better at recording. Right. So the albums, you can tell they're just like, toof, 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 toof. Yeah. and uh, even this next one that's coming out, I just, we've been sitting on it for a minute now and you know how that is where it's yeah. just like, well, it's recorded. And then you give it to like your team and they're like, we can't release this yet. You yeah. have to sit on it. And you're like, right. Oh, I want to die. Cause I just want to put this out because I already have the next album ready to rock. Yeah. But yeah, no, we go back and listen to shit constantly. And we're like, yeah, what are you guys doing this weekend? <laughs> we'll be in the studio, right? And they're like, yeah, we got we got to record this. You know, like, because this, this just sounds terrible, you know? Yes, indeed. Well, well, you just spoke about, you said team. And so so many, a team is so important, man. Yes. It's, and it takes, it takes a while to build your foundation as far as wow. people go, you know? Wow. I'm, just, I'm just older now than you see so, so many things because... You know, I'm in a band, uh, you know, Plastic Catastrophe with Lord Nelson and my guy, Matt Acevedo. I like to say his name a lot because he's just so such an amazing musician. But he's in he's in Dallas, Texas. Right? We're right outside Dallas. And I'm I'm in South Carolina. So we do a lot of stuff nice. online, you know, with each other. And uh, just like you just said, you know, we're sitting on probably about two albums worth of music. And so we're about to put out a single here soon. And so I'm just I'm just listening to you. But speaking about that team, <laughs> I keep hearing that, you know, more and more. And it's just really us right now doing our thing. And but we know we have to still continue to build that. I'm a little older, man, but it's just all love that it's just the music. Just love the music, man. It's just- <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, if if we, we realized, like, if we weren't going to be as involved as we are, because like, 
no no one's gonna fuck with you if you don't fuck with you yes. you know what i mean right. i know that sounds like a stupid ass saying but no, like it's the real thing in the world yeah so we fuck with our business so hard that like it attracted other people that are now involved in it you know awesome. what i mean and so like we're just kind of rubbing off like what we learned and what we're doing and mm-hmm. see what they bring new to the table now mind you no one's doing this for money right now <laughs> so <laughs> you know this is all on faith you know yes. so like when we say our team and like how well we treat them they mm-hmm. believe in the dream just as much as we do so i mean i yeah what do you say to that you know what i mean like other than just you got to have nothing but love and passion for these people that want to see you succeed and will give you their time and energy to do so. It's, 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 it's next level shit. That's all I can say. Cause like usually when you get assigned to labels and shit like that, that's when you get assigned these type of people. But right. you know, something special, I guess is happening to where like we're building all of that ourselves. Exactly. And when it comes down to sitting down across this, like the table from a label, we're going to be like, well, what the hell do we need from you? Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Other right. than money to like, you know, boost the budgets and, right, and those right, type of right. things. And that's yeah. where shit gets weird when you sit down and negotiate like that. Cause like we're at the point where we're almost reaching where we don't really need it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, the thing is is that when when you have done all, you know, done your due diligence and handled your business properly, when you go to that table, then you have bargaining power. Then you can say, like, hey, I'm just not gonna take this because I'm doing this. So let's negotiate something. Really, what what do they always say? It's all about <laughs> what you negotiate. Indeed. Yeah. So you guys are handling it's your true. business, man. And so so beautiful things are, to, are are should definitely be coming soon, man. No doubt about it. So, <laughs> hey, man. So let's let, let's dive into the music. We, let's do it. We have your self-titled album, Preacher, correct? If, if I'm not mistaken. Was that yep. the first one? Preacher. And then we that, have Dead, it was the first one, yeah. Then Deadline and Dream State. Yes. So it's those three, correct? And and of That's course, correct. Blur is the EP Blur is soon to come. So that is correct. From the other albums, can we expect more of the same formula on Blur from the other albums, from the other three? Well, I mean, the formula of Preacher is doing whatever the fuck we want, so <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, indeed. Awesome. Awesome. You're going to get that tenfold. <laughs> Love it. So so please educate us on the meaning of Blur. What, what, what is that? Uh, well, we actually... Um, Blur. Okay, so this this is what happened, right? So we okay. we we launched Dream State last year, uh-huh. which I can't believe it's only been a year, mm-hmm. which is wild to me. I'm sorry, like so much <laughs> has changed since we dropped that album, right? Because I remember distinctly our our drummer Alan just looking me dead in the face. He's like, "Man, I really just don't want this shit to do nothing." Mm. And I don't know what it was. It's just like a spark just went <laughs> in everybody, and then we're like, "Well, then it won't." Right. And we're like, instead of doing like your same orthodox shit, like with like local bands and stuff like that, we're like, we're going to have an album release show and have all these incredible bands come out. We're all fucked that. We're not going to even release it in town. Like, let's just go start calling in the favors of everybody that we booked in the past and let's just go on the road. Right. So we did. And then we uh, basically booked out like six months like that. And we were like, holy fuck. You know, like, <laughs> so we were like, we just went for it, you know? And we did all those things and we came back and we had the opportunity to go back out for the summer. Mm-hmm. But then by then we kind of got picked up by a good uh, management thing that we got going on right now. Right. And, um, and this was before like they were, they put a name to it and everything. Like there's mm-hmm. just like dudes in a room, like going to throw some cash in, <laughs> figure right. this shit out. Um, it was an opportunity to go, Hey, do we want to just go right back into the studio or do we want to go back and keep touring on dream state? And we thought it was smart to just, go ahead and knock out another record just in case. Cause right. we don't know what's at the other end of the tunnel on this, you know, cause mm-hmm. we're still going to play for the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. 
and say our label does approach us or something like that. We didn't have shit to give them at the time, you know? Right. Got you. So we, we wrote and recorded the entire album in four weeks. Oh, awesome, man. Oh, you guys put in the work. The That's whole me. thing. Yeah. So yeah. when we say fucking blur, it was a fucking <laughs> blur. blur. Awesome. <laughs> to make everything awesome. that you can listen on that and the, how good it came out. So this was the first time I've ever showed up in the studio with just shit written and was going directly into a microphone. Wow. And that made the record. Yes. I didn't demo. I didn't get to take it home. I didn't get to go back and redo anything. Uh-huh. So everything you hear in fucking Blur is what I wrote in a notebook and had everybody stand in my sessions. Awesome. And we just fucking rocked it. You know, we just <laughs> went out and everybody just stayed each other like, oh, shit, yeah. And I was just like, you guys don't want me to take this home? You want me to do another? We're like, nah, leave it. We got other shit to do. We only got like four more days to finish this right, shit. You know? Right, right, <laughs> like, right. Like, oh, fuck. No, I so, feel, yeah, no, yeah, I feel you. I feel you there, man. Listen, that's great. Because I picture everything, but I always tell people that I'm so visual. So I'm looking at all that. And they, just like you said, it makes sense. It was a blur, you know? Yeah. And, and I like to be prepared before I hit that studio also. I like to be prepared to write and do my thing, man. I really do, man. So oh, let's, listen to Nate, man. Nate is that guy, man. <laughs> Loving this, man. Loving this. So you've just released the amazing single, Dystopia. Am I saying that right? Is it- yeah. Dystopia. I'm I'm pretty good at that. But yeah, dystopia. And (laughs) and it's definitely a banger, man. inspiration for this song well i mean it couldn't it's it couldn't explain what's going on in the times right now mm. it's a sign of the times yeah. you know yeah. and it was weird because like that course i did like it's the end of the world right. and we're doing just fine right, right. Uh, that shit hit me when i was just driving too because mm. i was like man the world's so fucked up right now <laughs> right. i was like but i'm having such a good day <laughs> <You know? laughs> so it's like it's a little bit of both. It's very, it's kind of like a dark humor kind of thing. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, it's basically, in a nutshell, saying we're all absolutely fucked, but we're going to be okay. Yeah. As yeah. long as we have some humility and humanity. Well, you know, like. Yes, yes, yes. Once again. That, that's all. That's, yeah. Human beings. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for cutting you off. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You know, it's like we can go through all this shit, but once we all start getting together and hanging out and stuff like that. Uh, the times aren't so bad. <laughs> yeah. well, well, my 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 saying is my quote, Lord Nelson's quote, and I know you said it. You know, to me, the world is not crazy; it's the people in it. <laughs> the world yeah. is the world is going to do what it's always done. You know, it's exactly. going to rain, snow, do whatever like that. You know, those are the things we can expect. But it's it's a lot of the people that we have to watch out for. And that's a shame. It's a shame we got to watch out for for other human beings so much, man. You know, greed and politics and all kinds of madness man you know it's just it's just something else so you know now you got to kind of keep your eye on certain individuals and that's why (laughs) hearing you speak and and watching what you guys are doing i just once again see that authenticity and and the genuineness and it just made me feel good and i like stuff like that because that's what i gravitate to i gravitate toward good people 
And I just, like I say, I don't let people usually, you know, throw me off my foundation. I'm there. And I, I just know that you guys have a great foundation. And, I, and I'm just enjoying what you're doing, man. So thank you, man. Thank you. No, thank you, man. Like, yeah, like everybody keeps trying to push us to like stand on a platform. Like, mm -hmm. what do you guys believe in? What do you guys like stand for and everything like that? And we're just like, we want to leave that shit offline. You right. know what I mean? If you right. want to know anything further, what we believe in, come talk to us. Come right. talk to our Indeed. faces. You know what I mean? Like we can't do that shit relate online and stand on these, these podiums, you know, like, cause our biggest thing is like, we want to give you a release from all this bullshit right? that you see every fucking day. You know, like <laughs> it's the same shit. You can believe in the same shit. It's all good, but no one's going to get along because of their fucking opinions. So right. why create more, why create more of that shit? When we can be like, Hey, is this, this song bang? Oh, the lyrics speak to you and you're having a good time and you'll go to the show and you'll enjoy and respect everybody else around you. Fucking nailed it. That's what we stand for. You know, love it, man. love it, love it. That's real talk, bro. Real talk. So, with your bus being back up and running, oh shit! I think we're uh, we're taking it in this week. Um, okay. We like found a guy. <laughs> we found a guy who's actually pretty. He's like a, I wouldn't say like a fan. I don't know. Like we called him up and we we're like, hey, he's like, oh shit! I saw you guys' <laughs> stuff. You know, like bring that shit to me. And it's like where our studio is. Like his his shit's like right across the street. Right. We didn't even know it. Oh, so we we're awesome. like, oh. This is working out. So yeah, yeah, we're just kind of getting everything prepped and primed to drive it over there and hopefully not ruin any more of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're driving it there. <laughs> but yeah, it should go in this week. that's done i mean i'll probably you'll, you'll see hella videos of us being excited i love that fucking bus, you know? listen man you guys once again to see you guys doing it like that and handling your business and um <laughs> i i had a, a conversation yesterday with a band called violent life violent death and i told them i was going to be speaking to you today and um they are you guys probably need to hook up some some time to get on maybe tour together because they're amazing also you guys are kind of in line with what you do and uh um, yeah they, they are they are great and i told them that i would you know speak to you about it and let you know but uh just great dudes man uh just uh, amazing just like you guys and they are out there doing their thing so um where was i going with that that's what i was gonna say and i'm gonna move <laughs> on i'm older now man so 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 forgive me man so let me ask you this question where is your biggest fan base biggest fan base i don't know um Probably California right now. California. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'd have to say so. Yeah. I think it's because we're just out there a lot. Right, right. Indeed. You know? Indeed. And those are the people I see like driving across like LA and all this type of stuff mm -hmm. to come see us and wearing shirts that I haven't seen printed in a while. I'm like, oh shit, yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> you know? awesome. like, so that that's some dedication right there, you know. Like I respect the shit out of that, you know. I think we just went over like Vegas for the first time. Last time we were there, there's a lot of people and they we we had just the time of our lives. So, right. and I think Utah, Utah's a big Utah, one for us. Yeah, yeah, like, get yeah. your ass out here. And we're like, we're trying, bro. <laughs> now, nah, man, just, just looking at seeing you guys and just, you're busy. You guys stay busy. And uh, that's, that's, that's really a beautiful thing, man. As you know, just a, a touring band and, and always having, having gigs, man. Cause it's what you do, man. And it's what you love. And, and it's just good to see, because I was looking, I was like, man, these guys are busy, man. That's what's up, man. I, I, I love it. I love it. Indeed, indeed. <laughs> well, I mean, I like the whole internet fame thing, and it's cool, yeah. and everybody kind of gauges off that, mm -hmm. but 
It's just like what Dave Grohl says, man. It's about putting asses in seats, bro. Yeah, you know, yeah, he's yeah. like, we, we earn your stripes is out on the road. You don't yes, do sir. that shit online where these bands like blow up overnight, you know, right. and they have like a million followers and everything like that. Yeah. And then you go see them live and it's just like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Hell no, we'll never do that. You know, if we start getting a million streams of shit online, it's because something happened, you know, but you know, you're going to get a hell of a show every time Preacher's coming to your town. You know? Preacher! Listen, every time you say, say the name, I think Preacher, I think about Clint Eastwood and the little girl say, Preacher! <laughs> I don't know you know the movie. See, you're younger. You might not know what movie I'm talking about, but uh, I'm trying to think of the movie. Preacher! 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 We all love you, Preacher! Thank you! But anyway, it's just a great movie. And she just yells, <laughs> Preacher! It's, it's awesome. Y'all might need to sample Yo, I'm going to try to find that, that sound sample. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. Oh, man, now. indeed. Yeah. It's, it's, it's amazing. <laughs> they say Preacher a lot in that movie, so it's all love. So, awesome. do you have any plans for a European or South American tour? Um, I know it's the next big talk because mm-hmm. we feel like uh, our style of music, if we took it overseas, like they would just have a heyday with it. You oh, know, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. The same thing so, told violent life, violent death. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, um, as far as that goes, I, I, I know they were talking sooner than later, but part of me, like as far as our growth goes, and to stay like. Um, grounded i i was maybe trying to push it off until next year mm-hmm. but you never know i'm the only one that doesn't have a passport though because i've been <laughs> i've been busy <laughs> everybody else is like because like when they were talking about it they're like yeah everybody needs to get passports and the entire band's like oh we got passports like what are you talking about and i was like oh shit <laughs> <laughs> you, you listen, you definitely need to go ahead and do that, man. And as like I told uh Violet Life, Violet Death, if you guys get over there, if you guys get overseas, they're going to love you. They are they will because they're so passionate about what you guys are doing and they just love music. And I'm not saying that they don't love music here in the States. Of course we do, but they are so dedicated and Oh man, it's amazing, man! I love Europe. Yeah, I, I, I heard the stigma because, like, my uh, my buddy who was my roommate, he, uh, do you know the band Hoods? I don't think so. It doesn't sound familiar to me. It's like it's hardcore music, okay. you know. If you don't, because it's yeah, it's whatever. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll look <laughs> it up as soon as we get off. Though. No, but, no, uh, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna no, look it I up. I love yeah. him to death, but yeah, they just went to Europe, and that was his first time playing in Europe, yes, and he's yeah. all because we that's all we've heard about is just like the the respect and. Yeah. How much people like actually like appreciate you playing 100%. music out there because we, me and him have been playing for years and we're like, God, the United States is just such a different beast. And like, I couldn't imagine it the other way around. You yes. know what I mean? Like yes. making it out here, I feel like you can fucking make it anywhere to be There's- completely honest, you know, but imagine like starting everything overseas and then having to fucking come here to play. Right. You get like the stone cold, like fucking. But that's what they all want to yeah. do though. See, they all want to come over here. <laughs> They really I all want to say that. Yeah. Like, hey, yeah. it's, not this, it's not what you think it is. Right. You know? it's, it's, it's not. It's not, man. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. Not unless you're gigantic, man. Indeed. Yeah, so, you got to break your ass to impress these people out here. Yes, you know? indeed. And see, they appreciate it more over there. Here in the United States, we're like, what have you done for me lately? What are you going to do? Yeah, I know. And there's no disrespect. <laughs> well, I why are the to... t shirts free? Okay. <laughs> yeah, whatever. You know, I'm just here for my friend's band and I'm leaving. You know, I'm not going to check out any new talent at all and give anybody yes, a chance. Man, like, yeah, yes. damn. That's crazy, man. <laughs> Indeed. You're, listen, you're on point with it. You know exactly what's going on, man. That's love. So we're going to go ahead and get 
close to ending. This is what I always like to end this uh, the, the conversation with. And believe me, this is a conversation. I'm asking questions, but this is a conversation. And I appreciate appreciate your, you know, just being honest and just doing what you do, man. It's love, man. So Thank what's you. the last song you listened to? Oh, oh. <laughs> I was uh, SZA. I was, I was listening to SZA <laughs> right before this. And uh I think it's just called Low, Down Low. Down Low, yeah, off her uh, new album. You're right, 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 yeah, that's right, right. Yeah. yeah, that's my girl, dude. I, I fucking love SZA, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that woman could sing to me all day long, bro. Like, she's one of my favorite artists, for sure. Indeed, indeed. Well, my brother, once again, it's been it's been love. This has been great. I, I hope I haven't kept you too long. Thank I you. Know, I know you for busy. having me, man. No, no, no I appreciate no, no. you tons. No. And if we end up in South Carolina, we gotta hang out, man. Hey, That'd man, be listen, awesome. Listen, no doubt, man. We're gonna stay in touch, man. In this platform, whenever you guys want to come back, whenever you're gonna release or do whatever, if you just want to come and just talk about whatever. Just hit me up, man. I got you, man. It's all love, man. I, I've enjoyed it. Yeah, we might, we might be closer sooner than you think. Hey, you know? <laughs> hey man. Well, well I, enjoyed, I enjoyed this so much. So if you wouldn't mind, please give everybody, you know, your social media uh, contact and info. Well, actually, um, just to negate, like, just listing everything, just go to www.preachernvfornevada.com, and you can find literally anything from merchandise, which we run ourselves now. Right. <laughs> and then uh, all of our social sites are on there. All of our music is on there. Where you can find us. Subscribe to our mailing list so we can keep up to date with you guys all day long. Man, this guy right here. Hey, listen, I love it. It's, it's DIY, man, but it's 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 on point. You guys are really handling your business. I've said that a few times, but I really mean it, man. And uh, I salute you, man. Definitely, definitely awesome, man. Yes, indeed. <laughs> well, great conversation, man, and I, I really appreciate you, bro. Hell yeah. Let me know if you want me to come back again any day of the week. Or even just want to call me on the phone. I'll say what's up. Hey, hey no doubt. No <laughs> doubt, man. I appreciate that. So, ladies and gentlemen, once again, you know who it is. It's the big guy. <laughs> yes, indeed. With the big show. Yours truly, the Lord. Nelson, that is. On the podcast, Live and Live with the Lord. On the CMS Network with Five Reels Entertainment. With the amazing Nate from Preacher. <laughs> hey thank you bro i really appreciate it man no thank you again man appreciate you love your show <laughs> this is big great conversation peace Turn it up. You're listening to Live and Loud with the Lord, Nelson, that is.